Hi there, and welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, and we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, working in conjunction with the Rome News Tribune. And we're joined this morning by Jeannie Krieger of the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? Hi, Roger. I'm great. Thank you for having me today. Well, it's your show, Jeannie. It's the Rome Floyd Chamber show. Uh, our, our, our guests are, uh, are uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Allison Smith with The Perfect Dressed and Holly Lynch with The Season Events. So we're going to be talking catering and weddings and dresses, all this stuff, right in my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> I joke. How are you ladies this morning? Doing great. Doing Thank you. Um, well, Allison, let's start with you uh, there at the Perfect Dress. Tell us a little bit about just just overall the background of your business. Uh, how long have you been in business? I think it's decades, right? In Rome, it is. I purchased actually this month is ten years for me that I purchased um, was the wedding bell now Perfect Dress of Rome. So wedding bell started in nineteen seventy. Same year I was born. Um, the Milton. So it was always a childhood dream to have the store one day, and fortunately, it came to fruition 10 years ago this month. 10 years ago. Well, happy anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, and Holly, a little bit of background over there at the uh, the season events. Um, yeah, we started um, 13 years ago. I started as a home-based business doing just event planning, and we've grown over the years to add other services, and we added catering um, six years ago, So, um, and then we moved obviously into the building we have on Glen Milner um, five years ago. So it's been a lot of growth over those last 13 years, but um, certainly interesting this year for sure. (laughs) Interesting for everybody. And I do, I do like pointing out, obviously we are conducting this via zoom. So people listening to the podcast may notice differences in the audio, but we're, you mentioned 2020. <laughs> that's just that's the way we're it's the way we're all having all having to operate. Uh, Jeannie, if you could touch on uh, touch on both of these businesses and uh, from the chamber's perspective, uh, and, and Allison, we'll get into your expansion a little bit. And Holly touched on how much they've grown over the past decade, decade and a half. Just as as from the chamber perspective, what do these businesses mean to Rome? Well, they mean a great deal to Rome and our entire Floyd County community. I can tell you, um, these are two women in business that are leaders in our community, care deeply about our community, but also have just had businesses grow, I think, beyond um, maybe even their wildest dreams. I know that um, Holly, you know, when she was doing her home-based business, I worked with her on some events, and um, that was exciting. But to see where it is now is just tremendous. And then with Allison, she and I worked together here at, at the Rome Floyd Chamber. And um, for 10 years now, she's had the um, perfect dress. And it, it's, again, grown, you know, to where she's at an expansion point. So just to see, you know, all the things that they've done right. And, you know, we talk a lot, Roger, about, you know, serving customers and serving our community. And they're at the top of their game with that one. So they're doing it quite well. Well, Holly, let's let's come back to you. Pre-pandemic, just talk about your growth through the years, you know, the building on Glenn Miller, but go into a little bit more specifics of how you have been able to just kind of slowly but surely grow your footprint in the Rome Floyd area. Um, sure. Yeah, we, we started off in 2007, which was also not a great economic climate, and we thought we would be doing about half and half corporate events to social events. And as 2008 kind of unfolded, we found ourselves doing 
90% you know, weddings and social events and only about 10% corporate. So it was an interesting time to even start the business and staying home-based for those first couple of years was smart because it kept our overhead low. We did add one employee at that time and then um, moved to a space on Broad Street, um, literally under the wings of two other um, business owners, Kevin Billman and Todd Bussey, who are both intricately tied to the wedding industry as well. And then as the years have gone on, there's those benchmarks have been a large sort of, um, you can kind of see it in terms of the financial side of things. Like each time that we grew a little bit in, and had a more public space, um, our, our sales increased as well. So I think it just gave us some credibility in the community to be able to have um, a space where people to come see us, a space where people to come try our food. So each time that we've, we've had these benchmark moments about every four to five years, it's really kind of shown in sales as well. So it's been, it's been a great history. I love that we've had the number of years under our belt going into this year because it gave us, gave me um, confidence in terms of how we can pivot, how we can adjust what we offer to, you know, look to the future so that we're, we're not done. Our story's not over. We just had to make some adjustments. Well, and we will circle back around on, on some pandemic adjustments. But, Allison, uh, let's talk a little bit about your business and growth. In fact, you told me just before we started recording the podcast here, you're in the middle of an expansion. Uh, how, how are you able to do that during a pandemic, or good for you, I guess, during a pandemic? Well, thank And really, as I mentioned to you earlier, too, this is our 10-year anniversary. So that was the plan at the very beginning, was to make it to this 10-year mark and then do the expansion. I mentioned my Aunt Risa being the original owner. She still owns the building I'm in and actually occupied the front portion of the building with her home interior, uh, perfect home. She has since somewhat retired. Um, she's doing more just by appointment only, but she does not need the retail space anymore. So I'm taking over her retail space. And that was the plan the whole time. It was supposed to be done by September 1st. But of course, because of a pandemic, it's going to be January 1st. We've just had to slow down a few things. but you know, that's okay. It, I guess that date only meant something to me because it was my 10 year anniversary, but, um, but we're still gonna be able to provide those services that I wanted to provide the whole time. We're just doing it at a slower pace. Well, those, mi- those milestones are important. That date's important to you. It's, it's important to you. So talk about some of the adjustments specifically, maybe you have had to make with your hours or how you engage customers and things like that. Well, in the beginning, we, of course, we had to shut down for a couple of weeks and that was right in the middle of a big wedding season, you know, March, April are big wedding seasons in the spring. So most of those customers had to delay their weddings or cancel their weddings. So we were just in reactive mode at that point because they had already picked up their merchandise from us for the most part, unless they were in alterations or something like that. Um, tuxes were a big thing because they were already put on order. We had all these tuxes coming in and nobody to wear them to a wedding. So we had to um, just do a lot of rearranging schedules and meeting customers up here when we were closed because our store couldn't be open, um, but they had to pick up their merchandise. Some, you know, just eloped, but then you still needed their merchandise. So we still had to run our business, even though we were closed during that time. Um, Now it's getting very busy because everybody has shifted to fall. Fall is already the busiest month anyway. And then everybody who had to postpone is now doing fall too. So we have over... I think we counted 73 weddings in the next couple of months that we're doing. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting couple of months over the next few days, few weeks. So, Wow. Eugenie, you said, wow. <laughs> I did. I say, wow to that. That's, that's tremendous, Allison. Um, are you just letting people come in by appointment pretty much and kind of servicing them that way? And they just pick out their bridal gown and then 
I guess, follow up with the tuxes, right? And we're doing everything by appointment now, which in our business, that's the way to go anyway. Um, sure. So forced me to have to go in that direction, which is what I've always wanted to do. Um, now you can come by and if you're picking up something or paying for something or, you know, something like that, you don't have to where you, if you try on anything, the store, you have an appointment to come in, but that just gives you the opportunity to give better service to these folks as they come in. Because my worst fear is they come in and we don't give them enough attention, but by doing by appointment only, they're getting 100% of our attention all the time. So it's really business going that way. Well, Holly, specifically on, on what you do with with catering, obviously you would have had you guys had a pandemic hit as well as as events were getting canceled. Mm-hmm. One of the adjustments you mentioned to me was some of this weekly family style stuff you're doing. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like Allison, when we initially, you know, so that mid March, I call it, you know, the daytime stood still. Um, March 16th, when everybody was calling to cancel their event, postpone their event, we lost you know, our entire book of business for um, about a seven week period from like mid-March into the middle part of May. So luckily we were under the restaurant guidelines through the Department of Health that we could still offer curbside takeaway. So we'd had a Meals to Go program that had started last fall, but it wasn't big. It wasn't, it wasn't terribly big. So we, and it was Meals for Two and it was, it was a little bit more geared on a sort of a healthy light supper and it was sort of meant for um you know that couple that's an empty nester so we switched gears instantly and started offering some of our crowd pleaser favorites and changed them to meals for four so they would feed a family we offered desserts as an add-on we offered um, a bread or a biscuit or something also as an add-on so within about a week and a half we had that meals to go program completely kind of reset to be more family style meals and they started selling incredibly well. There was a huge push to support small business, uh, particularly restaurants and whatnot. And so a lot of our restaurant friends and our other catering friends that were also doing Meals to Go program, we all kind of promoted each other. Like, hey, you can order, get us on Thursday, get another restaurant on Friday, have you know another group on Saturday. And so there was a huge big push to support all those local businesses. So our Meals to Go program sort of just skyrocketed. And what's been fabulous about it is that we're now feeding people that have never had our food before or they've only had it at a wedding and they never really knew that they could have, um, you know, our, our, our meals on their own. And so these are just a, a great way to sort of keep, keep a touch point with some of our customers who are regulars, but then also um, reach out to new customers. And it's been, it's been great. So. Uh, I would imagine uh, you and Allison Y'all, y'all cross paths a lot, or you work the same of the same events all the. Is that right? <laughs> we have each other on speed dial. Yeah. <laughs> constantly, constantly cross the paths. Are you under the same situation where business backed off for a while as events got canceled and moved, or now is now there a glut of of work coming your way? To some degree, yes. A lot of our events that were 350 or 400 person events have now scaled back to being oh, yeah. something much, much smaller. Right. Um, but we are to accommodate anyone. So in the past, we used to shy away from doing Sunday events because it was truly my team's only day off. But now we're like, I get it. Every client has had a change. And so if they have to change to a Sunday date for their event, we're in. We're, we're happy to try to accommodate that. So yes, we do have a big push in the fall, which is always a busy season anyway, and we're we're grateful for it. I'll, it'll be interesting to sort of see how the spring of 2021 unfolds. I'm hoping that 
you know, people are feeling a little bit more confident and our spring season can kind of recover as well. Yeah, I, I, I know you all are both. I'm happy you're getting a lot of business in the fall, but I've never understood why somebody would want to get married during football season. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jeannie, we touched on, it's funny, they both, they've both done this. We, and we talk about this a lot on this show, the adjustments that businesses do to adapt yeah. and find a new yeah. path. Right. It's tremendous. Both of their stories are um, in some ways similar, but very unique as well as to just how they had to pivot and did it. And, you know, each of them have a very loyal following. And so, um, you know, that's one great thing about our community is people want to support, you know, we want to support our own. We want to shop local, um, shop Roman Floyd when we can. And so, um, you know, they're part of this success story. But I think also if they could speak to they draw a lot of attention from outside the Roman Floyd County area. And so I think it'd be interesting to hear about how your businesses have built, you know, beyond the county line, so to speak. Allison, if you want to take that first. Yeah, um, I would say 70 to 75 percent of my business comes from outside of Floyd County, um, particularly with prom. I do at Alabama, Lafette, you know, those areas around us. We draw we have a huge drawing from all of those. Um, sometimes it's frustrating because we don't get as many Floyd County people as I would like to. They're going out of town sometimes to do that. So we're working really hard to make sure that they know there's not just mine, but there's two awesome bridal stores here in Rome, Floyd County for them to visit at least first, you know, just come check out what we have. Um, but I have to give a lot of attention to the counties around us because we do draw in a lot of um, customers from those areas. Are we to the point, Allison, this is, this may be a stupid question, but, but, but just roll with me. Are we to the point where dresses and tuxedos and everything, you're also developing masks that complement the attires? No, <laughs> uh, well, we were two weeks that we were closed. We have an in-house seamstress. So we went straight from altering wedding gowns to making masks. So we delivered to all the healthcare facilities we could, you know, anybody that needed the mask at the time when there was a shortage of the masks. I think I can't remember now what she said she made, but I, it was well over 2000 masks that we made and delivered within our community during that time. So yes, we have done that. There are some that even say bride and groom over to the side. <laughs> that we can do. Um, so yeah, I mean, you just kind of roll with it. You do what you have to do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, you know, colors are obviously very important in a wedding. So uh, I just thought, well, if we're social distancing and people are getting married with masks on, they can't just be those ugly, you know, those those, those blue scrub-like ones that we see at the hospital that I have. Uh, they, you know, the color scheme is important. Uh, so, have a link out for the bride, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Holly, if you want to follow up on, on Jeannie's remark about just gr- about business outside of Roman Floyd for you. Sure. Yes, we um, we actually opened an office in Cartersville last fall um, to kind of grow sort of our um, footprint down in that area. We have a lot of followers in, in Cartersville, and they've also been big supporters of the Meals to Go program. So that's been great, and we do pick up some event business um, down there and some catering business in um, Cartersville and Bartow County. And because of my um, experience with our local chamber. Um, I, of course, knew the benefit of joining the chamber. So we're actually members of the Cartersville Bartow Chamber and the Gordon County Chamber because we do business with some um, venues and with the chamber in Calhoun and with, um, obviously, in Cartersville. So the, that regional growth has been has been wonderful, and there's a lot of people from those areas who come to Rome for their events, um, and so they want to call on us for both catering and event planning. Um, 
or like like Allison is saying, sometimes there's a sense of if I go to Rome, I'm going to the big city from from some of our other smaller regions that are around us. And so we get a lot of business from that, too. We've done a lot of things over at Lake Weiss, um, which has been you know kind of fun. So I don't want to address that mask thing for just one second. That is the number one favor that we're giving out now at weddings is individual hand sanitizer and custom masks for each event. So it's a whole thing now. It's just taken over. It's a whole industry. <laughs> Um, it's, 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 it's interesting to me. You talk about joining chambers in other places to help you with growth. Uh, that's a fantastic idea. Um, so she's not cheating on Eugenie. She's just growing her business. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I applaud that. Yes. So just t- tell me what the chamber has done for you, Holly. Um, Jeannie specifically, and then her predecessor, um, were both sort of personal um, cheerleaders for this business as I grew it. Um, And I always appreciated that. Um, Lots of recognition um, in terms of um, reaching out to us when there was a need that the chamber saw that we might be able to fill. So really uh, joining the chamber was, I think, the second thing I did after incorporation and getting insurance. I think joining the chamber was the second thing I did, probably before I had business cards. Um, But the networking opportunities that come from the chamber have been a huge support for us um, because a lot of our business growth has been through word of mouth um, or truly through the mouth. Somebody's eaten our food and wanted to know who, who brought this, who did yeah. this and we're able to say, Hey, that was the season event. And um, you know, we can, we can do a box meal for your business too. So that it's just been amazing. And I'm so grateful to Jeannie because that she also still like personally will order meals on stage for us. So, and Allison too. They're so good. I mean, truly, her food is out of this world. So. Well, Jenny, I know that makes you feel good as, from the chamber perspective. Um, so um, I had a, I had a two or three questions that I wanted to follow up on there, but I'll, I'll circle back around. Jenny, let's just change gears here a little bit. Anything you want to touch on while, while we have you here just about chamber business in general over the last couple of weeks? Sure. So we've kicked off our um, leadership room and high school leadership room programs and like Holly and Allison, things have to look different. So at times it's going to be over a Zoom call where we bring in experts from different areas to speak to our groups. Or, um, you know, we're, we were out of wind shape last week with a group and there's plenty of room to social distance and do wear masks and do things responsibly. But, you know, we're part of that story as well. Um, we have a vibrant young professionals program. And so those events continue um, by Zoom for right now. And then um, we're looking at Expo and, you know, that's November and we're going to do it two ways. We're right now planning for in-person, but we also have a, a virtual component. And that doesn't mean that you're in your booth and being filmed. That means that all the work is done up front to keep everybody safe. But um, there's some great ways to um, make a great presentation online that really showcases a business and what they're about and, you know, what they sell. So um, we're looking for more opportunities with that. And we've just had to, you know, be forward thinking and um, plan ahead. And even if sometimes we have to postpone, um, that's okay. But we, we don't want our members to feel like we're not promoting them and representing them every day because we definitely are. So communicating that out is extremely important to us. Yeah. Every, just everybody's having to adjust. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see how the expo uh, pulls off, you know, face to face or virtual or a combination. Um, right. 
And, and I guess you'll make that decision when just a few weeks from now. Yes. And we, we just want to follow the numbers. I mean, some things make sense to us. If everybody wears masks and we kind of do what, you know, the grocery stores are doing with one lane, you know, one way lanes. Um, so, you know, we'll just, we'll just uh, make that decision a little bit later, but we, you know, we want to be responsible and lead by example and keep everybody safe. At the same time, we want to serve our members. So it's all important to us. Sure. Uh, Allison, on your business, uh, we've talked about weddings a lot and you mentioned proms. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, weddings and proms, that's your core. Um, I mean, what, what, what other services might people find from you outside of, outside of weddings and proms? Because prom was a disaster this year. <laughs> uh, we lost all of our prom business. And so um, that was probably the biggest adjustment we had to make is, you know, all these guys had rented Texas for prom and we had to give refunds for all those things because proms didn't happen. So yeah, I never did that, <laughs> so, but weddings thankfully did take care of that, but we do a lot of um, social events too. So guys do have to rent Texas for different events like that evening wear um, and then mother of the bride and bridesmaids, those kind of things other than just the wedding gown. So we do primarily focus just on the formal wear um, things that we have. And, and things I would imagine that are tangential to weddings, showers and stuff like that, or re- rehearsals, maybe people want to get a little more dolled up than normal. Um, yeah. So. Well, and Roger, if, if I can interject here, um, my son, we had to see Allison to rent a tux for one of Holly's favorite events, Heart of the Community. And so, you know, it's you do need that formal wear, you know, from time to time. And maybe you, like us, we just didn't want to go buy him a tux, right? At that point, so we um, rented from Allison. It was super easy, and he looked great. It fit perfectly, so all good. And that that event, I tell you, if you ever want to see Holly in action, and that it it is it is a thing of beauty to watch how they serve the the community through that huge event. It is it is something to behold for sure. Tell me about it, Holly. <laughs> Well, it's like military precision. Um, the heart of the community the last few years has been a 600 plus, 600, 620 person uh, plated meal, and it's at the forum. And so a plated meal takes a lot of hands. So we usually have about 110 to 120 workers to work that event. So it's a pretty, um, it's, it's a lot of logistics. So we, we operate, you know, we sort of create sort of two sides of the room and really just kind of divide and conquer. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing that event quite in the same traditional form um, this year. So if you want to see that logistic undertaking, it might have to wait another year. But um, but it's great to see some of these local organizations um, looking at ways to adapt their program and so that it doesn't have a huge impact on all the small businesses. So, Allison, stay tuned. There is there is good stuff coming from that. So it may still involve some tuxedo rentals for you. So. <laughs> Well, speaking as a person, as a, as a guy who is in my past, I have rented tuxes and I have owned a tux or two actually. Uh, it's actually better to rent because as you get older, your belly gets bigger, and, <laughs> and, and that tux that you've had in your closet for four years suddenly doesn't really fit. So, um, you know, you got this formal event or that thing, and um, oh, I'll just buy a tux. Uh, maybe not, unless you can guarantee your waist size is going to be what it was when you were 25, which doesn't happen very often. Um, so, Holly, your business model is you have a core group of full-timers, but when you, so, so based on the size of the event, you're contracting out bartenders and servers but this is your team they've done all they, they work for you constantly right yes um we have um 
eight permanent staff. We had we had more at the beginning of the year, but we, we did have some um, adjustments to our full-time team. And then um, we've got about 50 to 60 what we call regulars. Um, so that's our regular seasonal staff. And they're the ones who kind of rotate in and out, you know, for all of our weekday and weekend events. And then when we have something large like Heart of the Community, we tap all of those 50 or 60 people, spouses, children, cousins, relatives, et cetera. And that kind of gets us the larger team that we need for, and college students. We, we love our experiences with um, using Barry students as well. Um, and that rounds out the team for those much, much larger events, which are, you know, not, not frequent. Gotcha. Hey, Allison, uh, in addition to word of mouth, I mean, or just the fact that your business has been there forever, do you have to? Do you need to do any specific marketing things, or are you just so entrenched in the community now? Uh, I mean, are you on social media, things like that? Yeah, most of our marketing is done through social. I have done, you know, billboards, um, newspaper advertising, and I try to do those occasionally throughout the year, just to one support those businesses too, and two, you know, you're going to reach a different audience every time. But social media, because of who my customers are is definitely where I focus most of my attention. Um, but everybody likes to see themselves. So more of it is focusing on the actual customers themselves when they said yes to the dress. Um, and, you know, new arrivals and those kind of things. Instagram has been great because it's, you know, all about the pictures and all about the look. So we can focus on what our dresses look like and what you might look like in that dress. And But the biggest thing is just to promote the customers themselves because they like for people to know that they said yes. You know, so that's been... Um, way to reach people because you know once they see themselves on there they're sharing it everywhere else so one it's free and two you just get a bigger reach from the social media platforms and and what has your uh, your relationship with the chamber been like how has that helped you over the years oh wonderful and of course i have a different perspective on the chamber probably than most since jenny did mention i worked there yep. she hired and i guess that was 2002 um right. shortly i became the membership director and was the membership director for eight years so I really understand what it means to be a, a member of the chamber, but of course the networking part of it. Um, but I know the work that they're doing behind the scenes to make sure this community is vibrant and, you know, rank, retaining all those jobs and working with existing industries. And those are the core people who the jobs come from. And then it's just kind of residual effect from there. So I, I really understand how hard they work day in and day out, probably more than anybody else. So I'll always work what they do. Well, is uh, I know, Jeannie, I wanted to circle back around on that. You mentioned she had worked at the chamber, but Alice and Jeannie actually hired you all those years she ago. Do I was her assistant for just a few months, and then she decided to move on to something else for a little while, and then I took over her position as the director and stayed in that position for eight years until I bought the store. So, Jeannie, so it's not just you, you this this relationship. You, you know, I would imagine there's a little bit of sense of pride that you know she's absolutely, she, <laughs> absolutely there is. You take and you take credit for it. Like that I mean I think our entire community you know cheers on Allison and Holly because you know we've seen them grow over the years with their business and and just themselves you know in, in their different efforts so um, I, I just think it's very heartening to see that Holly as is, is your you touched on it a little bit earlier about uh, word of mouth helps you with your business specifically because your product is food. A lot of the times you're catering. What else do you do? You have a relationship with the chamber. Are you active on social media, things like that? Do you, do you advertise at all or do you have to? Yes, we do. Um, we do have an active relationship with, with, I feel like with the chamber. Um, we do mostly social media. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. Um, we have a little bit of a, of a Pinterest um, footprint, not 
it's not big. Um, we've actually just kind of gotten a little bit more energetic with some of our um, social media. And we've got a young lady working with us who's really driving that. And she's doing a great job. Um, we're also looking to add an online ordering tool for some of our meals to go. So that's kind of new. So stay tuned and look for that. Um, as far as additional advertising, we do some print advertisement in particularly in the magazines that get published. Um, we've dialed back a lot of that this year, but that's been um, a good um, a good way for us to kind of get that word out as well, um, particularly for our event planning. So we do wedding planning and event planning, and that's the side of the business that's a little bit harder for people to kind of wrap their head around. So unless you have actually planned an event before on your own and pulled your own hair out and had to deal with the challenges that go along with that, um, I think that's the service that we we have to promote more is is that planning side of things where we kind of take the pressure off of our our customers. Is that online ordering tool that you're developing? Is that a reaction to the pandemic, or was that were you going to be doing that anyway? Um, it wasn't something we had considered prior to um, seeing the popularity of our meals to go program. There we go. So it's really. Um, it, what I would call it is a COVID silver lining. We've had lots of what I call COVID silver linings. So the Meals to Go program has now become its own baby. And so it's definitely a baby that we're going to keep nurturing even even as we recover from, from um, all the pandemic changes to, a, to our traditional events. So Meals to Go is going to continue. And so that baby needed a little love. And one of the tools that we felt like was going to make our, you know, our new customers happier was an easier way of ordering. So we allow ordering on social media, which is super fast and super easy, but there are a whole school school of people who would rather not even kind of sort of interact with us in that way that's a little more public. So this is an online ordering tool where they can just order each week and it comes directly to me and it goes into a you know, sort of our, our master database of orders for the week. So we, we haven't launched it yet. It's coming very, very soon. So I would say if, if we were having this conversation a week from now, it might be a little bit different conversation. Okay, that's great. Uh, just lastly, uh, contact information for you. Website, how can people get a hold of you to engage you and, and uh, hire you to cater an event or to come by and get a catered dinner? <laughs> Absolutely. Everything we do is the season events. So events is plural, season is singular. And so all of our platforms are all the same. Our www, you know, it's the season events, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. That's our handle. The season events. Okay. So look her up. Uh, and Allison, what is, uh, what's contact information for you um, to set an appointment, things like that? Of course, you can go to our website, perfectdressofromega.com. Um No Z in front of any of our stuff. And then on social media, it is saying perfect dress of Rome on everything that we do too. But you can schedule an appointment online, through social media, or even calling us here at the store. Well, thank both of y'all for joining us. Uh, I know it's been a turbulent 2020 for all, but I'm so glad to hear that y'all's business is turning a corner and things are coming down the pike. Jeannie, any final thoughts? Oh, just um, keep shopping Rome and shopping in Floyd County and um, call us at the chamber if you need anything, RomeGA.com. Fantastic. That is uh, Jeannie Krieger with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Our guests have been Allison Smith with The Perfect Dress and Holly Lynch with The Season Events. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio, broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios, and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thanks for listening.